With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And we're with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. What are we talking about this evening? Well, later on in the show, I have a very important announcement about another pro- project that you and I are going to be working on. But we start with the pledge, and I wanted to ask you that. Let me look it up. I wanted to do the, the meaning of the pledge in... Um, the real meaning of the pledge, that sound file that we have. You mean Red Skelton? Yeah. Instead of you doing it. And I should have found it. Anyway, I think it's in sound bites. Um, then a Frederick Bastiat quote. More of President Trump's accomplishments. Russia and China are not our friends. The news behind the news. And what are the courts up to now if we get to it? There it is. That was easy. Was it? Yeah. I mean, it was right in the beginning of Sound Bites. Well, go ahead. Here we go. I remember a teacher that I had. Now, I only I went I went through the seventh grade. I went to the seventh grade. And I left home when I was ten years old because I was hungry. And I used to. <laughs> this, this is true. I work in the summer. I go to school in the winter. But I had this one teacher. He was the principal of the Harrison School in Vincennes, Indiana. To me, this was the greatest teacher, a real sage of of my time. Anyhow, he had such wisdom. And we were all reciting the Pledge of Allegiance one day. And he walked over, this little old teacher, Mr. Laswell was his name. Mr. Laswell, and he says, uh, <clears throat> He says, I've been listening to you boys and girls recite the Pledge of Allegiance all semester. And it seems as though it's becoming monotonous to you. If I may, may I recite it and try to explain to you the meaning of of each word. I, me, an individual, a committee of one, pledge, dedicate all of my worldly goods to give without self-pity, 
allegiance, my love and my devotion to the flag, our standard, O oh glory, a symbol of freedom. Wherever she waves, there's respect, because your loyalty has given her a dignity that shouts freedom is everybody's job. United. That means that we have all come together. States. Individual communities that have united into 48 great states. 48 individual communities with pride and dignity and purpose. All divided with imaginary boundaries yet united to a common purpose. And that's love for country. And to the Republic. Republic. A state in which sovereign power is invested in representatives chosen by the people to govern. And government is the people. And it's from the people to the leaders, not from the leaders to the people, for which it stands. One nation, one nation, meaning so blessed by God, indivisible, incapable of being divided with liberty, which is freedom, the right of power to live one's own life without threats, fear, or some sort of retaliation. And justice, the principle or qualities of dealing fairly with others. For all. For all. Which means, boys and girls, it's as much your country as it is mine. And now, boys and girls, let me hear you recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer and that would be eliminated from schools? Yeah, it sure would. And it sure was. <clears throat> Don't get confused out there. We, we have 50 states, not 48. This was old. Yes. It's from his Red Skelton show. It's from a long time ago. Back when TV was black and white. And there were only three channels. Yeah, and we still believed in God. And we didn't have Muslims. Okay. Another excerpt from The Law by Frederick Bastiat. In the first place, it would efface from everybody's conscience the distinction between justice and injustice. No society can exist unless the laws are respected to a certain degree. But the safest way to make them respected is to make them respectable. When law and morality are in contradiction to each other, the citizen finds himself in the cruel alternative 
of either losing his moral sense or of losing his respect for the law, two evils of equal magnitude, between which it would be difficult to choose. We're already there. Yes, there are hundreds and hundreds, thousands of laws on the books that are, are illegal, unlawful, and shouldn't even be contemplated, yet exist. But you keep asking for more laws. Dumbass. Again, laws should only protect our liberty and our property from plunder. That's it. No other purpose. All these other laws, social engineering, unconstitutional, unlawful, void, and shall not be enforced. So, some more of President Trump's accomplishments from Gateway Pundit. Sick of winning yet? General Motors has announced they will invest $700 million in Ohio and hire 450 workers as they shuffle around manufacturing operations. They'll be selling an idle plant to Workhorse Incorporated a company that builds electric trucks and reinvesting in plants in three other towns in Ohio. Reuters reports, Under pressure from President Donald Trump, General Motors Company said on Wednesday it was in talks to sell an idled northeast Ohio plant to a cash-strapped electric truck building company. The number one U.S. automaker also said it would invest $700 million in three other plants in Ohio, a state important to Trump's re-election chances in 2020, and maintained some operations at a Canadian factory that had been slated to close by year-end. Workhorse and a newly formed entity in which Workhorse holds a minority stake, would initially employ hundreds at the plant building and commercial electric pickup truck, Workhorse officials said. As recently as 2016, GM employed 4,500 people at the plant and in March cut the final 1,500 jobs when production of the slow-selling Chevrolet Cruze ended. Of the 2,800 hourly employees affected by the plans to end production at the four U.S. plants, 1,350 have been accepted. 1,350 have accepted transfers to other GM plants the company said. At Lordstown, about half of those employed when production ended have transferred elsewhere. GM also said on Wednesday it will invest $700 million and add 450 jobs at its Toledo, Toledo, Parma, and Moraine, Ohio 
operations. Great news for Ohio, Trump tweeted. This potential agreement will solidify the leadership of Workhorse's role in the EV community, Workhorse CEO Dwayne Hughes said in the GM statement referring to electric vehicles. Workhorse shares jumped 190% to $2.45 on the news. While GM shares were almost unchanged, down five cents at $38.48 in late afternoon. A mainstream media tries to blame Trump for the failure of the Chevy Cruze, which used to be made in the Lordstown plant. Even CNBC conceded that Trump's pressure on GM led to the new investment. The U.S. economy and our core business are strong, so we can expand our commitment to U.S. manufacturing in Ohio and create job opportunities for our employees, said GM CEO Mary Barra, said in a statement Wednesday. And I just write, I, that's how they wrote it. We also expect to bring more jobs to the U.S. over time in support of the expected provisions of the USMCA. Preparing the Lodgetown plant for production could begin immediately once the sale is complete, GM said in a statement. GM in March shuttered the Lordstown plant, which built more than 16 million new vehicles over 50 years, to refocus its production on more profitable trucks and SUVs Americans prefer today. Barra is phasing out most sedans and compact cars to ramp up production of utility vehicles and invest more in autonomous driving and electric vehicles. By the end of this year, the company will have closed five production plants across the U.S. and Canada as part of its plan announced last year to cut 14,000 jobs. Trump previously criticized GM's decision to sell the plant, putting pressure on the company to resume operations. In November, he threatened to cut subsidies to the automaker after it announced its plan to slash production. After the Lordstown facility closed in March, Trump said Bauer blamed the United Auto Workers Union, the UAW, which represents workers at the plant for its closure. I don't care, I just want it open, Trump tweeted in March. It's time to union bust. That's all there is to it. You need to get rid of the UAW. Need to move to right your factories to right to work states, and if Ohio's not a right to work state, then they should change their laws to right to work state, or they should lose out. That's my personal opinion. There should be no more staking unions. They do nothing but drive up the cost 
of everything and decrease efficiency, and that's not good for we the consumer. Wanna know why cars cost so much? Well, crap. Do you know how much these people with a not so much a high school diploma get paid? Plus full benefits and retirement? That all has to be paid for somehow, ladies and gentlemen. And they pass that along to the consumer. They're not gonna take it out of their pockets. You're paying for it. Wouldn't it be nice if cars were cheaper? Well, as long as UAW exists, you could forget about it. And we don't need them. We have vehicles being built in non-union plants in this country right now. The workers don't see mine at all. Russia and China are not our friends. No kidding. From CNS News. Chinese holdings of U.S. Treasury securities hit a 22-month low in March, according to data released today by the U.S. Treasury. As of February, entities in the People's Republic of China had owned 1,130,900,000. No, that's wrong. 1,130,900,000. No. What the hell's after trillion? Before you get really in. That number can't be right. Before you get into this, I wanted to ask you one question. That's, what? That's more than a trillion. Who wrote this article? CNS News. It can't be right. That would have to be more than a trillion dollars. I don't even remember what comes after a trillion dollars. But it can't be. That can't be five hundred thousand because that's five hundred million. Those are commerce. There's no periods there. I don't know what to tell you. Can I ask you one question? What? Okay. These companies coming back, they're not being subsidized, are they? I don't even think you, I don't even think people know what subsidized means. Why well, don't you take my water away from uh, me? Because I'm bringing it back. Be, that um, we didn't bail them out for them to come back like the Obama administration did. We're not bailing them out of anything. But... You're asking a very open-ended question. There are always tax breaks built into the tax code. Otherwise, we'd have a flat tax, which we should have, but we don't. Anyway, I, I'm thinking uh, whoever wrote this article put a comma where a period was supposed to be because... It could it, it can't be that much money. And you can look up what's next after a trillion. Okay, well, let me just get this set up. Okay, that's there. Anyway, uh they say it's a decline, I'll just go with this number. A decline of 
ten trillion four hundred million dollars. These numbers cannot be correct. The last time entities in China owned less than uh, some ridiculous number, I don't know what it is, in U.S. Treasury securities was in May 2017 when Chinese holdings were, again, some ridiculous number. I don't know what it is. But they're saying it's over $102 trillion. Chinese holdings of U.S. Treasury securities peaked more than five years ago in November 2013. I, I can't. I can't do this article. I'm gonna have to skip it. This is nothing but a bunch of numbers, and I can't. I don't even know what they are. I've never heard of them. I've never seen them written down before, and I don't believe they're correct either. So while she's looking that up, which I don't think these, I don't think these numbers are correct at all. But but the point of this is that they sold off treasury, uh, but I don't care. Wow, you're in a mood. Names of large numbers. <sighs> treasury securities that the Chinese owed in March equaled about six point nine percent of the U.S. debt held by the public. There you have it. From Fox News, four nuclear-capable Russian bombers and two Russian fighter jets were intercepted off the west coast of Alaska by U.S. aircraft. American military officials said Monday, they're doing this again, they do it all the time, but this is nothing new. The North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, said in a statement that its early warning system identified the four Tupolev Tu-95 bombers and two Su-35 fighters entering the Alaskan Air Defense Identification Zone, but noted that the Russian aircraft never entered American or Canadian space. Okay. Tupolev, those things are ancient. After a trillion comes a quadrillion, and after a quadrillion comes a quintillion. And after a quintillion comes... Sextillion. And after sextillion comes... Septillion. And after septillion comes... Octillion. And after octillion comes... Non-alionon. I don't know. <laughs> well, somewhere along the way, you're going to get the Googleplex. That's the biggest... No, I think that's the biggest number. Oh, there it is. Googleplex. Oh, Other they, very large numbers. got a bigger on one. Googleplexian. Yeah. I remember when Googleplex was... An invented term. Even larger numbers exist. One is called Graham's number, which is so Susan, large. Don't talk soft when you're not near the microphone. Which is so large that it could never be written out using ordinary number notations. Again, I don't know what that is. It can't be a quintillion. Because I know they don't owe that. I know they didn't own that much debt because I would have heard the term before can't be a quadrillion. So the numbers are all screwed up in that article, so I can't use it. Basically, they sold off a bunch of debt, okay? That's all that matters. Which is a good thing. Depends how you look at it. It's only good if we bought it back. And last time I checked, our debt did not decrease. And how could they own more than 
20 our debt is a little over 22 trillion dollars last time i checked so those numbers are impossible they couldn't own a quadrillion we don't owe a quadrillion thankfully yet we don't own a quadrillion we're a little over 22 trillion dollars of debt so those numbers are completely wrong and that's uh now cns news is going down the tubes The statement said two of the Russian bombers initially were intercepted by one pair of F-22 fighter jets, while another pair of F-22s intercepted the other two bombers and the Su-35s later on. Further details of the encounter were not provided. Russia's Ministry of Defense said on Twitter Tuesday that the U.S. planes accompanied the Russian aircraft along part of their route. The agency said... The Russian planes made scheduled sorties over the neutral waters of the Chukotka, Bering, and Okhotsk seas, as well as along the western coast of Alaska and the northern coast of the Aleutian Islands. Okay, this is just goes to show when Sarah Palin said she could see Russia and Russian jets and stuff... These people, they have no clue how close Alaska is to Russia. She didn't say anything about Russian jets. Well, she said she... see Alaska from her window or porch or balcony or whatever the hell it was. Because she can. On a clear day, you can, yes. And that's how a lot of Russians came over here. They just walked. That's a, mis- that's a misnomer. It, it, there was never a land bridge. That's another false, that's another scientific fact that wasn't a fact, it turned out. Okay, I want to go get your coffee. I'm going to finish this paragraph first. Okay. NORAD's top priority is defending Canada and the United States, NORAD Commander General Tards O'Shaughnessy said in a statement. Our ability to deter and defeat threats to our citizens, vital infrastructure and national institutions start with successful detecting, tracking, and positively identifying aircraft of interest approaching U.S. and Canadian airspace. NORAD is on alert 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And with that, we're going to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's 855-219-7934. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-378-3715. 800-378-3715. 800-378-3715. That's 800-378-3715. Attention business owners, we know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 hey bugsy you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800-910-8231. 800-910-8231 800-910-8231 800-910-8231 Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-958-0341. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of one. I do not feel well. You sound really <sighs> stuffy. I am. <clears throat> on mushroom weather. Ugh. All right, continuing on with military stuff. Actually, it's Russian-China stuff. Okay, but it's still <laughs> military stuff. <clears throat> From Military.com, scary World War III war games show U.S. forces crushed by Russia and China in certain hot spots around the globe. This is really, really scary and important. I'd love to get your perspective on it. Research organization RAND has run dozens of war games simulating major conflict scenarios in what it describes as Russia and China's backyards. The war games suggest that the U.S. forces in these locations would get attacked by a vast array of both conventional and cyber weapons. Rand Senior Defense Analyst David Okmanik Discuss the simulations at the Center for a New American Security, CNAS, in Washington, D.C. last week. In our games, where we fight China or Russia, Blue gets its A <clears throat> uh, handed to it, its backside handed to it. Not to put too fine a point on it, he said. During a panel discussion, blue denotes U.S. forces in the simulations. We lost a lot of people. We lost a lot of equipment. We usually fail to achieve our objectives of preventing aggression by the adversary, Ochmatic said, <clears throat> added during the CNS, CNAS discussion. Based on the war games, a clash with Russia in the Baltic states would result in the rapid defeat of U.S. forces and their allies, Okchmanik told Fox News. Within 48 to 72 hours, Russian forces are able to reach a capital of a Baltic state, he said. 
on the other side of the world, a Chinese invasion of Taiwan, while a massive military gamble for China, would also pose a huge challenge for the U.S. forces in the area, according to Ochmanic. Well, let's hope you have a solution to the problem and you're just not going to sit here and complain. Russia and China have amassed large inventories of precision-guided cruise missiles and ballistic missiles that can reach hundreds of miles and strike military targets, the researcher said. Set against this backdrop, the U.S. military outposts and aircraft carriers in the contested regions could face a potential devastating barrage of missiles. In Rand's War Games and Analysis, Russia, and particularly China, unleash so many missiles that they overcome U.S. defenses. They send salvos that are so great that we cannot intercept all the missiles, Ochmatic said. The researcher notes that the key domains of warfare are contested from the start of hostilities. The U.S., he explained, should not assume air and maritime superiority over the battle space. American space assets could also face attacks, while U.S. command and control systems could be targeted by electromagnetic and cyber weapons. To combat these threats, U.S. forces could ramp up their deployment of so-called standoff missiles that can be fired from large distances, such as cruise missiles, according to Etchmanic. Along with highly robust reconnaissance systems and jam resistance communications. For a sustained investment of an additional $8 billion a year between 2020 and 2030, the U.S. Air Force could buy the kit needed to make a difference, he said, noting that similar sums would be required for the Army and Navy. President Trump's fiscal 2020 budget plan proposes. $750 billion for defense, up 5% from fiscal 2019. America's posture is also key when it comes to challenging potential adversaries, such as Russia, according to Archmanic. It's putting more combat power back into Europe and putting it on Europe's eastern flank, he said. The U.S. National Defense Strategy, which was released by the DOD last year, cites the restoration of America's competitive edge by blocking global rivals Russia and China from challenging the U.S. and our allies as one its key goals. I do not see how more outposts and stagnant bases, which make them easy targets, will help the situation any. I mean, think it hit a moving fleet. What good is, what good is more forces on on their flank? Uh, I disagree with this. I disagree with this wholeheartedly. Now, if it was me playing the war game, that these idiots. Uh, why do we need all the people, all those bases in Japan? We don't. Why don't we move all those people to the eastern flank of Europe? Why do we want to keep them in Japan? Again, they're going to be first target, first targets of China. It's going to be our bases in Japan. 
I played strategy games my whole life. And the problem is, there's not enough information here for me to even figure out what strategy they're even using. I don't, I don't, they they don't describe tank warfare. Is it just going to be missile warfare? Uh, conventional missiles, nuclear missiles. Well, what are we talking about? And if it's just going to be missiles, what good does a bunch of boots on the ground going to do us? Uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing the necessity for what they're asking for now. Money to harden all, all of our electronics. That has to be done. That should have been done a long, long, long time ago. Electromagnetic pulses are nothing new. They actually happen in nature. So we're gonna get hit by one sooner or later by either nature or the enemy. So why isn't our electronics shielded from EM pulses? That's the very first thing that has to happen. Forget all this other stuff they're talking about. If you, if all I have to do is set off a nuclear bomb in the atmosphere and shut down all your electronics, that shuts the ships down, tar- targeting uh, computers down, everything. Everything we have is ele- has electronics in it, even tanks. Tanks, ships, planes. Planes could fall out of the sky, literally. Again, I, I don't have a lot of faith in these people. Uh, again, you have to focus on where you need to focus. Yes, if we need more missiles, that's fine. Uh, then we can invest in that. But before we do anything, everything has to be hardened or it's worthless. Because again, the missiles also have electronics on them. One impulse and it's dead. The targeting computers, dead. How are you going to launch? Dead. It, it's called focusing on what is the most important thing first. Utilizing your money rather than sitting around fighting with Congress for a larger sum of money that you're not going to get out of them anyway for something else. Stick to hardening against the impulse. That's going to take probably... Too much money as it is. I can't imagine how much that's going to cost. Isn't there also an on ongoing fight between the people with the boots on the ground and special forces and that whole that thing? Has nothing, to, nothing to do with this. <clears throat> this is this conventional warfare it has nothing to do with. Heavy metal versus special operation groups. This is missiles, planes, tanks, ships, not special forces. Special ops are a whole different ballgame. And they have to be used differently. They're not not of any use against an overwhelming sea of missiles flying at us. Did you read this article? Did you? Yeah. It didn't seem like it. I don't look at things like you do. Special operations group are boots on the ground, Susan. Small footprint. What did you think it meant when it said heavy metal versus special operations? 
Heavy metal means tanks, boots on the ground, that kind of thing. Special operations means a small group of specialized people and uh, work with locals, call in airstrikes, that kind of stuff. Uh, now, that, of course, can be used in different scenarios, but not against Russia and China in an all-out war. <laughs> that ain't, that, that ain't going to happen. Now, of course, you can send them in and target specific targets behind enemy lines and stuff, but that's that, again, is getting away from what they're talking about. Well, thank you for that explanation. Anyway, uh, the U.S. National Defense Strategy, which was released by the DOD last year, cites the restoration of America's competitive edge by blocking global rivals Russia and China from challenging the U.S. and our allies as one its goals, as one of its key goals. Long-term strategic competitions with China and Russia are the principal priorities for the department and require both increased and sustained investment because of the magnitude of the threats they pose to U.S. security and prosperity today and the potential for those threats to increase in the future, the strategy explains. Except the left doesn't want to invest any, want to invest the money we're investing now in the military. And now you want a uh, $8 billion increase, sustained increase in spending? They want to take the money that's going to the military and spend it on social programs. Illegal aliens. All kinds of social programs. The commies, you know. It could be invested in everything. Uh, what good is education, infrastructure, all that nonsense that they, they want? What is that going to do? How is that going to do you any good if you can't defend yourself against your enemies? Because then they'll just come over and take everything away from you. Doofus. But it's the, the left is unhinged. They're insane. They don't think rationally. And the politicians don't either, as you can tell by listening to them. Do you really think Nancy Pelosi is going to embrace this? Or is she going to call it a fear-mongering by the Trump administration? Even though this is a separate... Independent Rand, Rand's an independent group, not part of the government. But trust me on this, it's going to be all Donald Trump. And 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 if you can't get it past Nancy Pelosi, guess what? It can't happen. All revenues, bills must originate in the House of Representatives. Therefore, she's got to call. She's got to bring legislation to the floor. She's got to call for a vote. None of that's going to happen. Mark my words. This story might as well have never been written because you're not going to see any anything done about this at all. They won't even give them $8 billion for the wall. You want $8 billion for each branch of the military sus permanently sustained spending? They're never going to, never. It's not going to happen. My suggestion to you is you get your Rosetta Stone and start learning uh, Russian and Chinese. And if you care about your electronics, I'd uh, figure out a way to protect it from an EM pulse.
that's going to be very, very, very hard for most people, especially with these smart homes. You need a, Far- you need a Faraday cage. It's all you need. Yeah, but they and don't you know need what that to- is. That means you're probably going to have to store backup electronics away in storage in a Faraday cage. You're on the internet. You could look that up. I don't have to explain it to you. You could, you'll be able to, you'll be able to find plans on how to build it on the internet, and it it could be as small as a box and as big as a building. But without it, everything stops, including your vehicles. But Brian, if everything stops with everybody else, it isn't going to matter if yours doesn't or not. It's not going to stop the. Yes, it does. But everybody else's stuff has stopped. So what? So what good is yours? My what? What do I care about? Well, the internet's going to be gone. More than likely. There's no way to communicate with anybody. Unless the people that have the servers are putting Faraday cages in the buildings that they're housing them. Just like the computer, like you're thinking about your own personal computer, so you could do what on it? Play a game? Play games. There'll be nothing else to do. There'll be no TV, no radio. Nothing. And then you could slowly start building things up. The more people that put their computers away and stuff away, you can start building up communications again. Ham radio would be good, too. You won't need a license. Yeah, but you, know, you don't need a license for ham radio after uh, the crap hits the fan. There'll be no one to enforce it, no FCC. Well, so. that's what I was thinking, that also, and you know, you're zoning for the tower. You have to have a bit, pretty big tower. No, you don't. And you don't need to zone anything. What? As you look into, uh, as, as you, ladies and gentlemen, look into this information for yourself, uh, there'll be sanity, okay? There's no required gigantic tower for anything. A very big wire is all you need. It's all you need. Like in Young Sheldon? But (laughs) But at any rate, all you have to do is look it up. The internet's still here. I suggest you get this information before it's gone. It's all here. Just print it out because, you know, unless you're putting that computer away. It won't do you any good. Uh, don't 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 add it to your favor. It's because there won't be an internet. Anyway, um, Faraday cage is pretty easy. Actually, very easy to make. So, it depends on the scale. That's all. Like if I had money, my I could very easily turn my bus here into a giant Faraday cage without it <laughs> very easily. All you have to do is surround it with metal and ground it. That's it. That's all you you need. A metal box that's grounded and the stuff can't touch the metal box. The, The, you know, so you have to insulate the inside of it. That's it. But again, they they have all this information online. Faraday cage. But uh, our military, our government better get with it. But I'm not, there's no way this House of Representatives is going to be down with that. 
But it may be the that may be the downfall for them politically if they really do get in the way of something like that. The people might vote them out. Well, a lot of people on uh, on the uh, talk shows, actually Breitbart right now, uh, she's talking about it. They're, they're Breitbart isn't a she. Well, the the hostess. Um, they're talking about these threats, China and Russia, because our Congress critters, they're not even paying attention. It's Mueller, Mueller, impeachment, impeachment. They're not even caring. But again, they will because he's going to ask for this funding. And if they don't give it to him, it's going to be a fight. And the fight will reach the people. And the people will have to decide. Is this, are these the people they want in the House of Representatives? Fighting, protecting our military equipment from an um, from an electromagnetic pulse, which, as I said, does not have to be done by Russia and China. Sooner or later, that sun's going to do it again, and our our electrical grid will go down. They can't. Our electrical grid won't even be able to handle it. So we have a lot of work to do. Not just the military, civilian, but. See, that's the other problem. We didn't amend the Constitution so the national government has power over electricity and infrastructure. They don't. Again, just because you think they should doesn't mean they do. It has to be in the Constitution. And if you love the idea so much, you have to ratify an amendment to the Constitution giving them the power to do it. They don't have the power right now. It's illegal. And you could kind of see why. Uh, all the money they spend, and we have an aging infrastructure. Aging, uh, and, and that includes our electrical grid. All that money. All that money we send them up there. Trillions of dollars every year. Of our money. And they can't handle keeping our infrastructure up? Why do you think that is? Because that's not the job of the central government. It shouldn't be. Infrastructure is a local and state business wasn't given to the national government no and as a matter of fact and if you think it's a good idea as james madison said when they tried to pass it during his presidency he said sounds like a good idea but you need to amend the constitution and he vetoed it nothing has changed since then they haven't amended the constitution as a matter of fact brian when this country was first uh, a baby United States of America after the war, the states actually built the highways between the states. It was private. Of course it was. I just told you. They don't have the power to build it. I mean, they didn't even ask anybody for it. They did it themselves. I understand. Everyone gets confused with postal roads. Those are routes, ladies and gentlemen, not actual infrastructure, not actual built roads. They're they're postal routes for the delivery of mail. Again, they had different words back then. But with that, we have to go to break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
his supporters. What does it say about you? Oh shit, he's bleeding. Yo, yo, yo. He's bleeding. The left and the opposition party in the media. What they want to do is shut up the deplorables. You continue to make excuses for this man, for his vile behavior. Doesn't that make you just as bad, if not worse, than him? 2018 is another election about Donald Trump. Because you know what? They're scared of him. They are scared of what he's done. They're scared of the economy that he's created. Historic tax cut, African-American unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, record lows because of what the president's policies are. He's delivering jobs, he's securing the border. Probably the greatest foreign policy we've seen in decades. And for all of you who over the last few years have uttered that tired, lazy, uninformed, uneducated, ignorant response, you know what you can go do? Fuck Trump. They know that Trump is on the rise out there in the polls. If the Democrats win the midterms, they are going to go after Donald Trump for impeachment. Impeach 45! This election cycle is about the highest stakes possible for our nation. This is Armageddon. Tell me what the Democrats are running on. Are they going to vote on let's bring ISIS back? Uh, they have no answers. So they resorted to racist and xenophobe. What we've got to do is fight in Congress, fight in the courts, fight in the streets. We will punch some people in the face. A homeless woman confronted as she showed her support for Donald Trump. This is a cultural war. And that's why we must do everything in our power to block this appointment. The left wants to undo our country. They want to take away the freedoms we have. We have created 2.4 million new jobs. 2018 is a referendum as to whether or not a duly elected president is allowed to do his job. The president is unstoppable, but he's only one man. You know, this is tough stuff. We're fighting a war. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.SoldiersAngels.org. Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc., 
Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia, who serve by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers' angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. To the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour two. Aww. Uh, <laughs> I am weak. I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, push the button. Now, have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress? of us are jogging from depression. Now, has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? That no matter what they tell you, there's another bottom line intertwined between the patterns of deception. Since our eyes were first opened and our ears began to hear, they've been hurting us like cattle through our fantasies and fears. They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind, and by changing subtle meanings to Okay, thank you, call Clang Clang with a K dot com. And of course, that means it's time for the news behind the news. Oh, from World Net Daily. There was the Dred Scott Supreme Court decision in 1857, which endorsed slavery. Then there was, <coughs> then there was the abortion right creating Roe v. Wade High Court ruling, which had a foundation so shaky that even the justice who authored the majority opinion expressed doubts. Now it's the U.S. Congress where the House last week adopted the Equality Act. It is nothing less than a thinly veiled death sentence to the First Amendment to the Constitution, James Dobson's Family Institute Founder James Dobson warned on Monday. In the history of our nation, there have been times when evil was so apparent and so heinous that they stand in infamy decades later. They include the Dred Scott decision on slavery in 1857 and the Roe v. Wade ruling that legalized abortion in 1973. Now we are faced with another such tragic moment in American history, he said. The Equality Act would embed the LGBT agenda in U.S. law. It specifically would make the Constitution's protections for religious freedom of no account when in conflict with LGBT rights. Of course, you can't do that, sir, without amending the Constitution You can't just pass an act. 
have we gotten so far from historical accuracy that we no longer understand that you can't just, first of all, again, the Bill of Rights was not necessary. It was redundant extra protections. Where where do you see in the Constitution any ability to, uh, with this uh, to it, interfere in religious freedom for LGBT rights, for sexual deviant rights? Where? Religion doesn't get, doesn't affect their individual liberty. They're free to do whatever they want is except religiously but that's that's because the re, religion is what re, the religion is if the religion says homosexuality is a sin then homosexuality is a sin and that's it no one's stoning anybody to death no one's throwing them off buildings no one's doing any of that stuff so there's absolutely no reason for this other than they want to be able to demand whatever they want, whenever they want it, from whoever they want it from. I'm not going against my religious beliefs and my conscience to make some homosexual happy. It's not happening. But this has got to stop. The, the notion that Congress can just pass laws without having any enumerated power to do so. And and in direct conflict with the Bill of Rights? Gee, why have that thing? That was my answer anyway. I, I said that was going to open Pandora's box, and it sure has. A few days ago, May 17th, Democrats in the House of Representatives passed what they call the Equality Act of 2019, which is breathtaking in its scope, Dobson explained. If it survives a vote in the Senate, this this legislation will represent one of the most egregious assaults on religious liberty ever foisted on the people of this great nation. It therein imposes a thinly veiled death sentence to the First Amendment of the Constitution. And it takes away the protections against tyranny handed down to us by our founding fathers. And as soon as they're done with the First Amendment, they'll come for the Second Amendment. They're already violating the Second Amendment. They're already violating the First Amendment. They're they're violating the whole of Bill of Rights already, ladies and gentlemen. And you just accept it because a bunch of idiots in black robes said it's okay. You're the one that's supposed to be running the government, not the courts. And takes away the protections against tyranny handed down to us by our founding fathers. It was this unyielding commitment to religious liberty that led to the American Revolution in 1776. The pastors and the patriots of that day died to free themselves from British imperialism. Thank God for the men who stood courageously against the most powerful military in the world because freedom meant more to them than their own lives. But Dobson warned, let me speak candidly and passionately to people of faith throughout these United States of America. 
We must not remain silent as our historic liberties are gutted by Democrats and their friends in the LGBT movement. They will enslave us if they prevail. We must let our voices be heard, first in the U.S. Senate and then to the world. Viva Liberty! Viva the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States! Viva Biblical values and beliefs! And woe to those who would take them from us. When the House, by a vote of majority Democrats, adopted the proposal, sending it on to the Senate, World Net Daily reported the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, Representative Doug Collins, Republican Georgia, said it nullifies women and girls as a coherent legal category worth of civil rights protections. It's supposed to say worthy of civil rights protections. It could endanger millions of American women, undermine fundamental American rights to faith in both religion and science, and actively put children at risk by medicalizing them in harmful permanent ways without parental involvement, he said. Let's be clear what the LGBTQ crazies really want. They want to kill off hundreds of millions of Americans. They want to put what's rest, what's left of us breeders, quote-unquote, in concentration camps where we can be used like livestock and re-education camps. That's what the lovely LGBTQ community wants for the United States of America. Now... You better start thinking twice about awe and ooh and about the LGBTQ community. I, You know, I, I don't give a crap if you know a homosexual or not. The people that are advocates and running these things, they are nut jobs. And they will kill you or throw you in a concentration camp in a heartbeat. And now, of course, if they have control of your children in school, they may chemically change their gender. Among other impacts, it would destroy women's athletics by allowing men who say they are women to participate at all levels. They're already doing that. It would force the Catholic Church to allow a woman to become a priest. I don't give a rat's behind about the Catholic Church. Irrespective of church policy, it would force religious employers to pay for insurance for gender transition and other procedures that violate biblical teaching. And it would nullify the Religious Freedom Restoration Act by preventing people from using religious freedom as a defense against LGBT demands that contradict their faith. World Net Daily reported a letter from 21 Christian leaders to Republican and Democrat leadership in the House and Senate declared their adamant opposition to the poorly named Equality Act. You know, you better you better pay attention. The Democrat Party is at full-scale war with the American against the American people. You do realize that. 
They want to finish off the last of your liberty. They want to finish off these United States of America. Nice little global socialism. Brian, I don't care if they have a D or an R after their name. They're not going to listen to us. They well, hate our guts. Ah, uh, but you weren't paying attention because you weren't in the room or you weren't I read it. or you weren't listening. That was passed along party lines. Wow. So you're wrong about that. You said you don't care if they had an R after their name, they're not gonna listen to us. They voted against it. So I guess there is a difference. <clears throat> We, the undersigned, cannot remain silent concerning a dangerous bill pending in Congress known as the Equality Act, H.R. 5. Man, I'm in a bad mood. Because I've got no energy in it. And when you get like that, you get irritable. It's worse than being sick. I have chronic disease. Well, and that's, you know, sorry, but uh, Dana Lash has the same problem. She'll say I'm having a really bad, well, she gets a lot of allergies and. And Not the same thing. And she's just like, I know, I'm going to be mean today. (laughs) She she announces it. Yeah, yeah, she's a woman, though. She gets away with it. She could be mean to a man and no one cares. But if I'm mean to you, everybody cares. Ugh. Not only is it incompatible with God's word and the historic teaching of the church, but the Equality Act is also riddled with threats to religious liberty and the sanctity of human life, they wrote. Signatories included Tony Perkins of Family Research Council, former Representative Michelle Bachman, Paul Blair of Reclaiming America for Christ, Stephen Broden of Fair Park Bible Fellowship, Times Square Church Pastor Carter Conlon, James Dobson of the James Dobson Family Institute, Jim Garlow of Wellversed, Franklin Graham of Samaritan's Purse, Jack Graham of Preston Baptist in Texas, um, Preston Wood Baptist in Texas, Jack Hibbs of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Harry Jackson Jr. of International Communion of Evangelical Churches and Robert Jeffries of First Baptist in Dallas. You know, back in the day... Make their, make their phones ring. But back in the day, these people would be respected in the community. Now they're, they're under attack, they're laughed at. I mean, it's bad. Well, I had to stop getting emails from them because all they kept doing is asking for money. I don't have any, number one. Number two, I wasn't learning any. They weren't giving me information. They just kept asking me for money. Oh, okay. This is a good time for me to make our announcement. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. I'm not sure about that yet, Susan. It's already done. It's up on the blog. Well, it ain't our announcement. What do you mean? Your name's on it. It's our site. Get on with it, Susan. Dead air. <laughs> okay. I just want to announce a new phase that Brian and I are trying to do in our lives. 
I put the information up on the blog, but I'm going to be putting it in other places as well. And we're trying to establish a research center, an environmental research center, up here on the mountain and trying to restore the land pre-lumber company, if we can. There's a lot that needs to be done. But the first thing we need to do is get 501c3. Why is it every time you talk about something important, you start getting quiet? I'm not getting quiet. I'm not. It's going red. No, it's not. Anyway. What was it before, though? So we went to, I, I was contact, I contacted them and they contacted me back, a funding site that is countering GoFundMe and the other crowdfunding sites because they are, they're banning anything conservative, anything Christian, anything that has God in it. Well, they banned me. And they did ban you. And they stole money from us. Yep. And their people. Yep. Um, GoFundMe did. And I found this site. It's called Funding Morality. If you go to our blog on Cooperative Blogger, I have all the information, but again, I'm going to put... .com. .com. I'm going to... I figured they'd know that. There it goes again. See, that mouse There it is. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's yeah, how it I talk. Anyway, I've listened to myself on recordings, Brian. Anyway... Yeah, that's because I fixed them. We need no. I'm I'm women of the revolution. That doesn't count. I have I have all the information up there. If you go to fundingmorality.com on their front page, they have a tab that says all projects. If you click all projects and scroll to the bottom, you'll see Brian and I's wonderful face. And everything about this project, how much money we need, what we're going to be using it for. And I would really appreciate anybody's help. Well, if we all that, a- you didn't get to the point. What we're using it for is we need to become 501c3 before we can do anything. I said that. I said we have before. the first thing. I said the first thing we have to do is become 501c3. You need to emphasize the fact, not the rest of the stuff we're trying to do. The rest of the stuff can't be done because we can't get any donations for it until after we're 501c3. And we don't have the money for that. So that's what we're trying to raise first and foremost just to get, basically, just to get up and running. Right. And then we'll be able to take donations for the projects. But the, this donation is going to go to get us 501c3. That's what I just said. And the other thing that I got to say to everybody out there, oh. thank you very much for all the help that you've given, oh. all the listening that you do to our radio show. But I got to say, it's really disgusting that I can't get anything done unless I'm hooked up with the feds. Yeah, we're already a non-for-profit with the state, but that means nothing. It's, Not even the state recognizes it. No, you can't do anything without 501c3. So you need federal, you have to be federal. That's the way it is. That's stupid. <laughs> there they go, state sovereignty. Where is it? So anyway, go to fundingmorality.com on the front page and click on All Projects. Go scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see everything that we're about. I, you know, it's best you just provide a link directly to it because it's not going to stay there forever. Yes, scrolling down to the bottom. Yes, it will. And the link that I provided is really, really long and tedious. 
the link that they gave me. It's uh, easier just to go to the page and go to all projects. Well, if you have money enough to register a domain, it's easier to register a domain and have it point to there. And then it's a nice short thing. That's one of the re- that's one of the funds I put in, is getting a domain. Okay. Anyway. I sent you all this info. Uh, I read, uh, no, you didn't. I read the site, Susan. Uh... I just want to go. I want to go lay down. <laughs> uh, okay, from Fox News. Mm. Ice Tea has a suggestion for Amazon. The actor, not the drink. On Tuesday, the rapper actor took to Twitter to explain an incident that occurred at his home Monday night involving one of the e-commerce giant's delivery drivers. The 61-year-old star said he almost shot an Amazon courier who was delivering a package at his place on Monday because the individual wasn't wearing a uniform. Message to Amazon, now that you have regular people making your home deliveries, maybe they should wear a vest with Amazon delivery on it. I almost shot a MF creeping up to my crib last night. Just saying, Ice-T said. In a separate post, a social media user asked Ice-T if the delivery driver was wearing a uniform. His answer, again, no. Good for Ice-T, Brian. That's the news behind this news. He was ready to defend him and his family. He didn't know who this person was. That's what we tell everybody when they come to our place. Gotta understand, he's a rapper from the hood. He's not... He's, not afraid of guns. No, they don't wear any uniform. Just regular people working, he noted before clarifying that he isn't mad at them. Just saying that shh, ain't safe, he added. Uh, yeah. He curses. In response to Ice-T's tweet, Amazon's vice president of operations, Dave Clark, wrote back, Just saying, thanks for the suggestion. We MFing love you and our drivers. Lots of innovations coming on this and many that already exist to help you track your package and delivery on a map, he added. Referring to the company's map tracking feature. Thanks for being a customer. A rep for Amazon declined Fox News request for comment. News behind the news. I I don't know, but I want to know when... uh, The roads are open. Can you deliver my packages up here? That brings up another we don't thing. Have a, we don't have an address they can find. Not, not only that, when they start doing drones, how do you know it's going to be a friendly drone or a non-friendly drone? Same thing. Like They don't tell you if the drone's coming, and I'm going to be like, duh. Yes, they do. There's a drone. They track your package. <laughs> well, it didn't help this. It said... Uh, more changes coming, more stuff coming. Right, but the first time they send a drone up here, we're both going to be like, what the hell? I don't, they're not going to, they have been banned from using drones for delivery. They would have already been doing it. The government said no. The government's not going to change its mind. No drones for delivery. That's why they have delivery drivers now. They weren't going to have delivery drivers. And I'm sure they're doing it like Uber. That's why there's no uniforms. Probably in their own personal car. 
She's just sitting there staring at me. You wonder why I get aggravated. Why? Because I would make my own little vest. I don't care. Um. Anyway, I just gotta. I just gotta figure out a way to tell them how to get here. Right? I mean, they don't accept longitude and latitude yet. No. And I don't have a postal address. That sucks. Although, 900 Angel Drive shows up on Google Maps. Yeah, we got to get the road built, though. The bridge. Right. Yep. Again, Circle Behind Mountain Discovery Center. Yeah, and then, uh, then they're changing my address in town. Oh, God, yes. Or I'll sick an attorney on her. Yep, and we can do that. If we, have, if we get donations. One step at a time. We're ahead of ourselves. All right. Uh, oh, that's right. i got to cancel my Prime membership. You didn't do that yet? No. Yeah, but why am I changing it? Because if you haven't been paying attention, you no longer get second-day delivery. They changed their terms of service. You only get guaranteed that they'll ship within two days. You don't get second day delivery anymore. I don't. Takes them a week to get them to me. Uh, I'm not. It's not worth thirteen dollars a month for me. So I'd rather have Netflix. Uh, from the ass associated press. Microsoft is harnessing the power of artificial intelligence to boost the use of inclusive language in Word. The feature is part of Ideas in Word, a forthcoming AI-powered online tool designed to improve users' writing. Beginning this fall, people working in Word online who are in search of inspiration and Insights on how to make their document better will be able to receive intelligence suggestions with ideas. I know exactly why they're doing this because everybody, every so-called professional writer I read sucks. So I guess they need an AI to tell them how to proper grammar. A feature that is already making people more productive in PowerPoint and Excel, explained John Roach in Microsoft's AI blog this week. The Ideas in Word feature uses machine learning and intelligence from Microsoft Graph to help users write polished prose, create more professional documents, and efficiently navigate documents created by others. Okay, but what makes us think that the people that work at Microsoft are smart? The artificial intelligence will be smart, too. But I don't know how smart they are, but they know how to program. Sort of. But with that, we're going to go to break. Sierra Co-op Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain. Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsey. 
You spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different. Feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-958-0341. That's 800-958-0341. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah! It's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800-910-8231. 800-910-8231 Attention business owners, we know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 at 28 i had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years i did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-378-3715 That's 800-378-3715 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's 855-219-7934. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of two. Oh. All right. So, an AI and Word. I'm glad I don't use Microsoft Word because, yeah, the shoe's about to drop. Remember that Microsoft is almost as lefty as Google. In addition to familiar fixes for spelling and grammatical errors, Ideas in Word will also offer advice on more concise and inclusive language, according to Microsoft. In the blog post, Roach used the example of police officer instead of policeman. The software, you know, I'm just going to constantly use gender terms now just to piss everybody off. Kiss my backside. The software will be up against the Grammarly Spelling and Grammar Checking Tool, as well as Google's Grammar Suggestions in Google Docs. Other features of Ideas in Word include recommended acronyms and calculated average time taken to read the document. The tool can also provide users with recommendations on how to structure their documents. See, I I like the structure, grammar, and spelling, not inclusive language. Here's something that we, where we say, hey, we understand the structure of your document. We can make it navigable, or uh, we could create a table of contents on your behalf, said Gregerson, (laughs) Gregerson a partner director of program management in Microsoft's Experiences and Devices Group, in the blog post. 
Microsoft Graph is a platform used by developers to access services in the Microsoft 365 set of products. I use open source office products. I am so glad that I do my writing on Linux because this would drive me insane. If you had to do, if you have to stay on Word and uh, Microsoft for some Windows for some unknown reason, you Susan uses LibreOffice on Linux, but there's also OpenOffice, and you can use that with Microsoft, and that is an open source Office suite. That is compatible with Microsoft Office. Both of them are. See, this, so you don't have to use it. They're crap if you don't want to. This would drive me insane because the computer would tell me what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh, no, that's... Free. I'm like, no, no, you stupid computer. That's not what I want to write. You moron. I'd be throwing a damn computer across the world. Don't tell me what I want to write. I'm a writer. I know how to write. God, that would drive me insane. Don't correct me. I want to say those words. It already corrects you. You don't listen to it. It underlines your spelling mistakes and no, your the, grammar the mistakes. Spelling doesn't do that much for the grammar. I got to redo that. I, that's why I redo my articles like four times. I have to proofread them. But it doesn't, the, the grammar is still confused on. Um, because when you're writing an art, or, you know, when you're a creative writer, you're not going to do it the way that, say, a technical writer would do it. Susan. I understand. Uh, the grammar checker is pretty darn handy. Okay, but... Maybe you should have it turned on. But, yeah, no. All because... it does is underline <laughs> it in green. You don't have to change a thing. Oh, no, nothing goes But it attaches, green. It, it, it makes you look at it. Because you have your grammar checker turned off. Thank you. And I'm going to turn it back on. No. Yep. I do just fine. I've been writing for writing for this magazine for like seven or eight years. Yeah, but i got to put up with the stuff you do here. All I do is copy and paste. It's not me. It's them. I could change everything. No, don't bother. No, I'm talking about your when you do the intro stuff and all that. Damn computer. Tell me how to write. <sighs> okay, from Fox News. News. A beekeeper saved the day when a car was covered with hundreds of bees in the parking lot of a supermarket he happened to be shopping at. This is the second time I've read a story like this. Shoppers fled the area in panic when they saw the bees swarm from the Ford to a Honda outside the Asda in Hale, UK. But the expert, Rick Cornwall, calmly went home to get his protective gear and help remove them, as WNS reported. They are in the process of moving house and swarming is natural. It is also one of nature's wonders, like birds flocking, Cornwall said. Bees will only sting if angered and in defense of the hive. It's fatal for the bees, so allow them to do their thing, keep calm, and keep kids away. Video of Cornwall's cleanup shows him using a brush to transfer the busy insects from the car to a special carrying case. They are harmless and docile like that if left alone. If it's your property they are resting on, call a beekeeper or the council, Cornwall advised. Obviously, this is over in the UK. 
You should see. I gotta find these pictures. You should see. I, it's happened before, and I forget what attracts them to the car. Uh, to the car, right? Yeah, it's, it's happened before. Um, anyway, if you see a, uh, a swarm of bees, don't even worry about them. If you have no beekeepers around, just leave them alone. They're, they're busy guarding the queen. The queen's in the center of the ball that you see hanging from the tree or wherever. Uh, and if you really need to get rid of them, all you need is a cardboard box. I don't know about what his special box is. A cardboard box. You place the cardboard box underneath the hive, and then you hit it. You knock it down with a stick. It falls into the box. You close the flaps, and then you, well, I don't know what you would do if there's no beekeeper around unless you want unless you want a hive. Uh, you want to make a hive and put it in there. I, you might want to if you got honeybees. You know, you might. Want to have a backyard hive and get get your own honey? I don't know, but usually in most places around the country, especially popular places, East Coast and stuff, there's plenty of beekeepers. So you should be able to find one to come. They will gladly come and take your swarm. They 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 get new hives out of it. They like it. So. They'll even take it if it's inside your wall. They'll come and they'll come in and help you get there rid of it. There it is. Them. Look at this. It's on the back of the car. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't explain why. Boy, this guy's all geared up. Mm-hmm. I don't gear up when I work with bees. No, you don't. It's weird. Well, I don't because well, one, I don't do. I don't use a regular hive to begin with, but. They're, if you if you just calm, they don't they don't bother you. They don't sting you. So that's a lot of bees. Yeah, well, we would have had we would have had that many oh, bees. Oh, look at the cute eyes. We would have had that many bees if the hive didn't die. Oh, they got such cute little eyes. When they look up, when they look down, they have triangular mean eyes. I'm sorry. When they look up, they have little round button eyes. <laughs> they do. I remember looking at him. Yep, he's got a special box. I don't know how special it is, but... See, <laughs> um, he's scraping them off. So you would think that would piss him off. Why is there a honeycomb there? They're, they're just showing bees in general. Oh, that was just a picture they had lying I, around. You would think that the scraping them will piss them off. Not if you're gentle. Um, and, you know, like I said, usually they hang from a tree limb and you just knock them down into a box. They're at their calmest when they're swarmed because they don't have a hive to protect. Take I your- know, and you had a hive and you never wore anything. No, and I had to go and manipulate the hive all the time. And you didn't use smoke either. Smoke upsets them. And they, it makes them go eat the honey and think that they have to flee. And why would I do that to my bees? I never got stung. I'm amazing. What can I tell you? I thought I'd get stung here and there, but. So, what are the courts up to now? 
from ED Week. Really? Mm-hmm. What's ED? The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday declined to take up a case involving the warrantless strip search at a school of a four-year-old student by a county caseworker looking for evidence of abuse. The case of IBV Woodward raised several important legal questions for educators, including whether a child welfare caseworker requires a warrant to strip search a child and whether it was clearly established that such conduct was barred in Colorado under relevant federal court rulings. Lawyers for the student and her mother, joined by several allies, also asked the justices to fundamentally reconsider their jurisprudence related to the doctrine of qualified immunity, the bedrock protection for educators and other government officials from personal liability as long as their conduct does not violate clearly established rights. A growing number of legal scholars have questioned the doctrine of qualified immunity, and they have been joined by three current members of the court who have written or joined opinions that raise concerns about whether the doctrine goes too far in protecting government workers from liability when abuses occur. On the current court, those justices are Clarence Thomas, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Sonia Sotomayor. Really? Ginsburg and Sotomayor are commies. Even as it frustrates the vindiction of constitutional violations, the qualified immunity doctrine is not effectively serving its own purported policy goals of protecting officials from damages, liability, and reducing litigation costs, said a friend of the court brief filed in the case by seven scholars of the law of qualified immunity. The case began in 2014 when the four-year-old identified in court papers as I.B. was attending a preschool Head Start program at Oak Creek Elementary School, part of the Harrison School District Number 2 in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I've been there. In fact, most of my, most of the, uh, most of the modifications to my defender I did in Colorado Springs, working with a man, you know, working with someone in a shop. April Woodworker, Woodward, a caseworker for the El Paso County Department of Human Services, went to the school to investigate a report that I.B. had bumps and bruises visible on her body. Court papers say Woodward received permission from her supervisor to inspect the child's buttocks, stomach, and back for marks and bruises. In the school's nurse's office, Woodard undressed I.B. without asking permission, court papers say, and took photographs of unclothed areas of the child's body with her cell phone. Woodard also visited I.B.'s mother, identified as Jane Doe, but did not reveal the strip search of her daughter, the court papers say. The mother learned later from her daughter that the caseworker had undressed the child and taken pictures. 
The abuse investigation was closed in short order as unfounded. I.B. and her mother sued Woodard and other officials of the county agency, as well as the agency itself, with their chief claim being that the strict search violated the Fourth Amendment prohibition of unreasonable searches. A federal district court granted the individual defendant's motion to dismiss the suit on qualified immunity grounds. A panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit in Denver ruled 2-1 to one on January 3rd to affirm the, court's, the district court. The majority said there was a split among other federal circuits on whether a warrant was required for a search in these circumstances. That split alone was enough to suggest there was no clearly established law to guide officials on that question. The panel did not decide that question itself. The Tenth Circuit majority went on to distinguish the case from the Supreme Court's 2009 decision in Safford Unified School District No. 1 v. Redding, which held that a school's search of a student's underwear for drugs violated the Fourth Amendment. The student searched in Safford was suspected of harming others through drug distribution, the Tenth Circuit majority said in the IB opinion. The child in this case was suspected of suffering abuse from a third party. The Safford decision did not serve to clearly establish that Ms. Woodard's search of IB was not reasonably related in scope to the circumstances. Suspected child abuse, the majority said. Uh, But this is what you're always saying about the court. Why are you going towards somebody else's decision to, to do this case? You do it on the merits. But that's not our judicial system anymore. I know, but that's exactly how it should be. It's how it should be. It's just how it is. I don't like you said you, in your court. You say I give a rat's behind about this other case. I know. I would say if you cite one more judge's opinion, I'm going to hold you in contempt. I'm not interested. The only opinion that matters in this court is mine. Uh. Where are we here? Uh, blah, blah. The dissenting member of the Tenth Circuit panel said it made no difference that the Safford decision involved the search for medications rather than abuse. Because a child abuse investigation does not relieve a social worker of her obligation to justify the search of a child's intimate areas with facts, not general possibilities. In their appeal to the Supreme Court, the lawyers for IB and her mother urged the justices to accept the case for any of the three questions they presented. Whether a warrant was required for a search of a child for signs of abuse, whether the strip search at school, even without a warrant, violated clearly established law under Safford, and whether the entire doctrine of qualified immunity should be re-examined. The three questions present the ideal vehicle to address not only the important reoccurring question of what standards apply when government officials strip search children, but also to reconsider the court's qualified immunity doctrine in light of the significant concerns raised by members of this court, lower courts, and commentators from across the ideological spectrum, says the appeal. 
Okay, here's my here's my opinion on it. Uh, without the parents' permission, you need a warrant. End of conversation. I don't care. This thing about working for the government, government schools, here we go again. So they get to do whatever they want. No, 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 no. You don't get to do whatever you want with my child. And the, under the auspices of there might be a there might be child abuse. No. A warrant is required. And before you take a child out of the home, a warrant is required. If it's obvious the parents abused the child, then arrest the parents. But you don't get to kidnap their children. <clears throat> the appeal had the support of friend of the court brief signed by a wide range of groups. Oh man, that cup of coffee held. Including not only the scholars who have raised questions about qualified immunity, but such groups as the Alliance Defending Freedom, the American Communist Liberation Union, the Cato Institute, not a fan, the NAACP, definitely not a fan, Legal Defense and Education Fund, and the Home School Legal Defense Association, I like them. Lawyers for Woodard and other defendants filed a brief urging the justices not to take up the case. Among other reasons, the brief says that IB no longer lives in Colorado, which could present the same procedural issue that frustrated the Supreme Court when it took up a similar case involving a social worker's warrantless interview of a student at a school about possible abuse at home. In that 2011 decision, it's an opinion. They don't make decisions. That's the problem. They have, they have opinions. In that 2011 decision, opinion, Camerata v. Green, the justices held that the case was moot, but it granted a request by two officials to vacate an appeals court decision that their conduct had violated the Fourth, the fourth Amendment. The appeal by I.B. and her mother offers no compelling reason to unravel more than half a century <coughs> of qualified immunity jurisprudence woven into American law, says the response from the Colorado caseworker and other officials. I'm so sick of hearing that. When I argued with a an individual who had his pile higher and deeper in constitutional law, I told I I, I made the argument that Marbury v. Madison is not not law. You don't get to use an opinion by a court that wasn't even supposed to hear a case to grant power to the courts. Case law is unconstitutional. Courts don't make law. The Supreme Court does not decide what laws are constitutional or not. Under the Constitution, they do not. The way the the way they set it up, and if you go to the Patriots Pub and listen, you'll find out. The way they set it up was, if the legislative branch had a question, they can ask the court for their opinion, and the court would send them the their opinion. If they chose, they could choose to listen to their opinion or not. The same is true of the executive branch. And again, they could take their opinion or not. 
That's the extent of their power. And I have to go. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.